Welcome to the Intentional Encourager podcast, where each episode brings you compelling conversations and stories designed to entertain, enlighten, and encourage. And now here's your host, Brian Sexton. Hey everybody, Brian Sexton. I am intentionally encouraged when I see people doing business the right way. And for the last 15 years, Damon Burton and his team at SEO National have done just that. Now you might say, Brian, what can they do for me and my business? I'm going to tell you what they can do for you. They can help you understand search engine optimization. There are a lot of players out there in the marketplace, but you want a team of people that are going to be dedicated to working with you and helping you to understand search engine optimization and how you can show up higher on search engines so that you can bring more revenue into your business. Damon and his team are full of integrity, honesty, decency, and trust. And if that's important to you and that encourages you, I would encourage you to give them a call today at 855-736-6285 or go to seonational.com and get a free quote and tell them you heard about it on the Intentional Encourager podcast. Get ready for a dynamite conversation coming up right now on the Intentional Encourager podcast. Johnny, you know what I, what I was thinking when you were talking about, you know, not offending people and things like that. I feel like we've got a culture, and I'll say it this way, is that we've got a PO'd society, a perpetually offended society. And, and again, it's like your thoughts on a particular subject are offensive to some people. And, and you're not trying to be offensive. You're, you're just saying, this is what I believe. This is what I think. But it's because somebody doesn't feel a certain way that you do or things like that. And I love what you said. And I don't want to go back to, to what you said. You, you were talking about dealing with, with things, you know, offensive topics or what people find offensive in a loving way. So I'll, I want to ask you this. What encouragement are you providing? And maybe that's a, the wrong way to say it, but, but how important is it to you to intentionally encourage all of your kids, not just your daughter that's going through a couple of things like that, but, but how important do you believe encouragement is in the lives of your kids and as a parent? Well, that is a good question, and I'm terribly offended by that question right now. <laughs> are you PO'd by that question, perpetually offended? I am still upset. Yes, I am um, because uh, I didn't get my my particip participation award. I'm very upset about that too. So, but anyways, no, uh, encouraging my my children. You know, you try to encourage them. You try to encourage them to do the right thing. Um, you get to a point where sometimes your encouragement has to be more stern, and and it's not out of uh, hate. You know, you never punish a child out of anger. Yeah. Uh, because if you do that, that's the only thing they're going to remember is daddy was angry. You know, you do it to a point where you encourage them, hey, this is not the right thing to do. You know, let's let's find out the right thing to do together. And then I want to encourage you to be yourself, but don't listen to what other people tell you because people are out out there to change you the way they want to be changed they want because them themselves are alone so they they're alone in their own depression and they want to bring people in and that's what the enemy does yeah 
the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And what it is is you, the families are being destroyed. They're being torn in half because of uh, popular culture right now. And and it's to a point where it's 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 really it puts a, a heavy burden on the pastor of the family, which is the father. You know, you also have to deal with families that the fathers are absent. And that's where the really the big issues are coming from is that uh, the family, the nuclear family back in the 60s, you know, one yeah. father, one mother, one daughter, one son, and one dog, you know, that's no longer uh, available nowadays. And yeah. You got, yeah. You got fatherless children that, that. Well, you've got a lot of blended families too because the divorce rate is is high and things like that so you've got a lot of you know let's take my kids and your kids and they're become our kids and it and we're blending things like that i didn't mean to interrupt but you're right the the so-called nuclear family of the 50s and 60s you know we got to the early 1970s johnny and and, and you know the the show that we all grew up watching the brady bunch you know, is that blend? You know, that blended family, mom's kids, dad's kids. We're all, you know, we're all brothers and sisters, and it's like, man, it don't work that way. We're not all Brady bunch, you know. No, and I actually, this the, here and my wife, we actually have a blended family. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I tried hard to get them to be best friends, to to weigh, you know, to help each other when they can but it's like pushing oil and vinegar together and seeing if it if it uh so hold up real- you didn't have that that stepbrothers moment where they just look at each other and go did we just become best friends and do you want to do karate in the garage no no it, it was karate but it, it wasn't fun karate. <laughs> hey i gotta ask you this real quick in the in the time that we have left as well too Walk me through, you, you mentioned your mom and, and the impact that she had on you, because again, you could have been aborted. So I assume that, that she was having a pregnancy out of wedlock. Talk about the impact of your mom on your life and, and, and what you, what was the one great, the greatest thing that you learned from your mom? Well, I learned from my mom is to not get too drunk that you uh, have to yell at your kids for all the mistakes that they, they did to your life. I grew up in an alcoholic family with my mom uh, for the second term of my childhood because my first term I was with my grandparents because my mom was 14 when she had me. Um, she had, a, she had her problems. She had a, a lot of mental problems because uh, she grew up in an abusive home where her, my real grandfather, which I've never, I've met one time, um, where he used to beat on, uh, my grandmother. So, uh, she grew into a blended family as well with my grandfather, which I call my grandfather, uh, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, but she still had that piece of depression. She still had that piece of, 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 uh, bipolar, uh, cause I really believe that she was, she is bipolar because when she start to drink, she's either 
the through her manic time where she's happy and and loving and overly loving and then she'll be in her depressed side where yeah. she is violent she is hateful she she blames everybody for everything that's bad that's happened i learned from that because you know i me and my mom, we have a bond now. God bless her. She she had a stroke uh, last year before Christmas, uh, like two weeks before my birthday. She had a stroke, and she quit drinking, and she quit smoking because uh, she, she did a lot of marijuana. And, you know, God bless her. I love her. I love my mom. She is my mom. She is the one who had me, who, who goes, yeah. and to the listeners, you know, you might hate you might be feeling this hatred and this, this disdain for your family, but they still are your family. They, yeah. they still, they still are there. Yeah. It's never too late to forgive. You can't, you don't have to forget everything that happened, but to forgive and, and to show some love because, uh, you know, I could have lost her. I, you know, I could have easily lost her and, and I would have never had, fully open up my love to her and told her how much I loved her. You know, she, I, I love what you forgive me for interrupting there. I love what you said about it's never too late to forgive because we feel like it. And in today's culture, it's all Johnny. It's almost like, well, if this person has wronged me in any way, shape or form, they're done, right? They're dead to me. And I love what you said about, it's never too late to forgive because you could have very easily said, Hey, listen, mom, I'm grateful that you gave me life. I'm grateful you chose life, but man, my childhood's been crap, you know? And, and yet you find in, in that season of her life where she's really walking through a dire hell situation and strokes can go either way. They can be paralyzing. They can be, but you know, and, and thank God for her, it's been, better than most people but man you could have just said hey listen you totally screwed me up as a kid and you know peace out i'm gonna try to do this as an adult do you feel like watching your mom go through some of those struggles has helped you understand people better well it actually opened up my eyes to see uh people that that have a deceitful kind of nature and then, but it also opens my eyes to see those who are lost. You know, Jesus said the shepherd left the, that flock of 99 to get that one lost. You know, people tend to forget about the lost. People tend to forget about the, oh, nobody talks about Uncle Richard. You know, nobody gives a care about Cousin Thomas, you know, because he's a druggie. He's, a, he's an alcoholic. But they forgot. They forget he was a young child too. At one time, they were a young, they were young kids that needed love, which they are kids of. They are children of God. They still need to love. It doesn't mean that you're going to have to go over there and pay for all the bills and yeah. get their way out of there and pay for their drugs and be there for their drugs. No, what it means is you show love, you show compassion, you. You could be that naggy person. It's like, I want you to quit drinking because mm. it's killing you. 
And well, people have a selective right? amnesia, Johnny. That's yeah. what it is, is selective amnesia, because here's the thing when life is good. It, it's like when people have money and they've come into money or they've gotten successful or something like that, they forget what it was like to be poor, right? You know, it's like, you know, well, they don't want their kids to see the, the place they grew up in or where they used to live or the people they used to hang around with when they had no money. And it's like, man, if you forget where you came from, then I got to wonder what kind of character you really have in the first place. And, and I don't mean to be harsh, but man, I don't want to forget where I came from. I don't want to forget, you know, growing up and, and my mom and dad, you know, my, my mom and dad kind of busting their tails to put food on the table, you know? Well, you know, and, and also, you know, my mom was a drug dealer. But she took care of the family. She paid the bills. She, she kept going. So it was the light. The light part of that darkness was that she was trying to to be a good mother with what she knew that she could do. Uh, me seeing it back now, you know, because because you're when you grow adult, you got to set away the childish thoughts. And yeah, you get the amnesia because it seems like people remember negativity over positivity people tend to to relate more on the bad things that happen because it's a woe me thing you know uh, you know they were bad to me my my mother hit me or or they they locked me in the closet because um they wanted me to pray or or stuff like that they, they were mean to me they took away my car because i got in a wreck they're, yeah they're, they want to they want to focus on that negative hateful stuff because it turns around as a uh, a sad story for people to feel oh you know i'm sorry that that happened to you you know i know they they try to protect you from having any more incidents where you can die but how dare they take your car away from you when you're yeah drunk? yeah you know they, they and that's what a lot of people feel but they they tend to forget the positive stuff that the that the parents they tried with what they have. There is no instruction unless you read the the Bible on how to have a family. Yeah, that's right. That's you can exactly go. Right. You can go to Doctor Phil. You can go to all these top um, psychologists and these these college professors, but they won't have the actual how to with a family because each person is different. Yeah. 100%. You know, you're spot on. You're 100% right. Hey, I got to ask you one one last thing here. And I, man, you've been grateful with your time. Share with this audience your biggest piece of intentional encouragement. Well, my biggest piece of intentional encouragement is to never give up on your dreams. God had put those in your head as a goal for that race that you're in. Um, don't worry about what people say and don't worry about the negative stuff that comes on TV. Don't worry about people not liking you because you are a child of God. God loves you. That should be way more than enough. If you feel like you're lonely, you're not alone. There are people out there, churches out there, um, and if you're not a believer in Christ, there, there's there's people out there that, that feel the same way you do and that encourages you in a positive way. But just be careful because positive people are out there. There are negative people. And sometimes you have to shed away 
the negative people to purge out because all um, what negative does is it keeps you down. It doesn't help you realize your true potential because you are an awesome organic mechanized thing that God had created and you can do great things with your mind and you can do awesome with, with your time, but you have to use your time the way God intended you. You got to use your gifts yeah. that God give you, you know, the seven gifts, you got to find your gift to give out. And if that one gift is not it, then there's the next one, but do not give up because I love you. Brian loves you. We love you. We have a spiritual love for you. Just, just be there. You, you can do this. I know you can because I'm, I'm living proof that you can do whatever you put your mind to. You might not be rich, but hey, more, more money, more problems. Isn't that what a rap song was? More, more money, money, more problems. That's exactly so, right. Yes, but yeah, sir. that's what I got. Well, and and by the way, you're hearing this sound I, again. I'm staying right next to a minor league ballpark. So you can see the stadium behind me. So that I guess they just blew a horn there or something like that. But uh, like, Johnny, Johnny, you're, you're done. You're yeah. Done. Time's up, man. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, Johnny, uh, again, find the Johnny tacos podcast, wherever you get podcasts but real quick, give the folks your social handles, it, it, how they can connect with you, reach out to you, things like that. Awesome. Well, if you like, music and i know you do because everybody loves music i have the johnny taco show which is on all major platforms and when you're saying is it that platform then yes it is that platform uh you can reach me on facebook under the johnny taco show and that's johnny tacos yes it's not a recipe show it's a it's a fulfillment for you uh, through God. So you can also go, to, I'm on IG, um, which is Instagram. That's what the kids call it. IG, yep. uh, under the Johnny taco show. I'm also, yes, TikTok. I know I did a video saying I hated TikTok, but I want to use the enemy tool against them. So I'm also on TikTok under the Johnny taco show. And if you want to do a testimonial with me, my email is the Johnny tacos podcast at gmail.com. The Johnny Tacos podcast. So if you want to uh, get in touch with him and maybe you want to be a part of the Johnny Tacos podcast, and I would recommend that you do so. You could reach him there. Johnny, man, thank you so much for joining me. I I've loved this conversation. Appreciate you joining me on the Intentional Courage podcast. Thank you. My thanks as always to producer Bryce Sexton and technical advisor Matt Means. And of course, the ultimate thanks goes to the Lord Jesus Christ, who provides intentional encouragement every day through his word. If you're not subscribed to the Intentional Encourager podcast, hit the subscribe button wherever you get podcasts so you don't miss an exciting episode where you can get encouraged and stay encouraged. And remember, anyone, anywhere, at any time, any place can be an intentional encourager.